0: teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing.
1: What opportunity to be in your presence. We don't take it for granted. Lord, we know that of your maces, of your grace, we have received grace. You are the reason why we live. Somehow, you have kept us Until this time, even in our mistakes, Lord, you did not find any reason to extract us. But you have forgiven us, protected us. And Lord, we are here this morning. We say, to you be the glory. To you be the honor. To you be the praise. May we never cease to worship and honor you. This morning we say, have your way and let your will be done may you reveal yourself to us by your word. May we encounter you. Send forth your word and heal us. Send forth your word and deliver us. Send forth your word and let hope, faith, rise up in us again. May we not be the same because we came. We give you all the glory and we give you all the honor for who you are, what you do, and what you have done in Jesus mighty name and all the saints shall shout and say amen. amen hallelujah somebody put your hands together and give the lord a shout hallelujah please be seated i'm still going to continue with the series that I'm sharing and I've been sharing and talking about the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell somebody the word of God is like. Tell somebody the word of God is like. The, the word of God is like. Hallelujah. Amen. That is my subject this morning. That the word of God wow. is like something. Hallelujah.
0: Amen.
1: Yeah. So you are going to see what the word of God is like. The word of God is a being, it's a person. Wow. Hallelujah. Yeah, and the word of God is so many things. That is why you can see that water can exist in different uh, uh, states of matter. Can be liquid. Is that not it? Water is liquid. Can also become solid when it's frozen. Is that not it? Yeah, and when you put the same water on fire, it evaporates can become. Vapor. Vapor. And that was that state. Yes. Gas state. Yeah. Anyway, I was about to test you, but I, I, won't, <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't try. <laughs> From here, it will become difficult. Hey. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. So water can even exist in different states. So the, the, the word of God that we know that is God. There are things that we need to know. That is why the Lord Jesus has so many names. That's why the Holy Spirit has so many names. That's why the Father has so many names. Hallelujah. Yeah, they don't just exist as one. And you need to learn this. If you are going to do well, you may need to wear different caps. And you may need to have different roles. Mm. Yeah, you may be a son, you will be a father, you will be a husband, you will be... the honest, one person, you are so many things. Samuel, It's good to see you. Yeah, your beard has grown nicely. Fantastic. You are welcome. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? So in John chapter 1, the Bible says... In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So the Word is God. Amen. The Word is God. He was with God, and he is God. Hallelujah. Yeah. And not only that, the Bible says that the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that has been made. So, the word also has a creative power. It creates. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why if you don't have the word of God, you cannot create. Bible says the worlds were formed or created by the word. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, this morning, uh, I need you to understand that, listen, the devil knows what the word is. Because the word can exist in different form and uh, shape and shapes. That's why you need the word. Hallelujah. Amen. It can go to where no one can go. So you need the word. It can transform. You know, if you have uh, money, a lot of money with you, especially runs. I don't know how many you can have on you to travel with. If you have one million run with you. In a bag, when you are crossing any border, they may harass you. Even yourself, your safety is not assured. When people can see that you have such money, do you understand? Yeah, but the same money can be converted into just a bar, a bar of gold or a bar of diamond or a bar. And the same, to be very small, you see that the same money, do you understand? That's what God has. A, a, a lot of value because it can it can carry the same amount of money in a different form that people wouldn't even know that you have money. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yes. Yeah. So I need you in I need you to understand this. In Mark chapter 4, look at Mark chapter 4. So the first thing we are going to see is that the word of God is like a seed tell somebody the word, of god is like a seed. the word of god is like a seed mark chapter 4 is mark in your bible all right if you read the verse number 14 i'm sure you will see it right away but i need you to mark chapter 4 is mark in your bible All right. Okay. Are you there? Mark chapter 4. Where do you want to read it from? Verse number 12. The Bible says that seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand, lest at any time they should be convicted and their sins should be forgiven them. Hallelujah. Then, verse number 13, he said, And he said unto them, Know ye not this parable? And how then will ye know all parables? We had just spoken about the sower, the parable of the sower, Hmm? that a sower went to sow. If you read from verse number 3 of Mark chapter 4, the Bible says, Harkin, behold, there went out a sower to sow. Can you see it? Verse number 4, it came to pass, as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. And the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. And some fell on stony ground where it had no much earth. And immediately it sprang up because it had no depths of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched. And because it had no roots, it withered away. Are you coming along? And some fell among tongues, and the tongues grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruits. And other fell on good ground and did yield fruits that sprang up and increased, and brought forth some thirty, and some sixty, and some a hundred. And he said unto them, He that has ears, let he, he that has ears to hear, let him hear. And when he was alone, they that were about him with the twelve asked of him the parable. And he said unto them, unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But unto them that are without, those who are not in the kingdom, all these things are done in parable. That seeing they may see and not perceive. And hearing, they may hear, and not understand. Lest at any time they should be convicted, they should be changed, and their sins will be forgiven them. Hallelujah. Amen. Then he says, and he said unto them, no, he okay, verse number 14, the Bible says, the sower hot soweth the word. Hallelujah. Amen. So the parable that we just read, the Bible says that when... The devil comes, and he begins to explain it. He began to explain it that when the devil comes, verse number 15, these are they, hmm, by the side, by the wayside, where the word is sown, but when they have heard. Satan, tell somebody Satan is coming. Amen. When they have heard, Satan come immediately to what? And take it away, the word that was sown in their hearts. Hallelujah. So the devil is not so much worried about your nine shoes. In fact, he will even give you money to buy things that would distract you. You see, when you dress so much, you can sit in church and you will not be listening to the preaching. You will be looking at yourself. You'll be enjoying yourself. you say, wow, look at me. I'm looking at today. I am the best dressed person in church. And instead of listening to the word, you'll be checking whose hair is like me. Oh, nobody. Nobody's hair is like me. So the devil is very clever because he knows that you are going nowhere with your hair. He knows that your dress can do very little for you. It only covers your nakedness. But the thing that can change you, that, that the mystery of the word, it can exist in any form. You can travel with it. You can, do you understand? The, it, it has power. It, it, it's a being. It's God. The word is God. The word has power to create. The word it, it can give you light the word has so many things so when you have the word it's like you, 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 somebody who can change into anything the word can become anything to you at any point whatever you need if you want uh, what do you call it a saw so to catch a wood the word will just convert itself into what you need you need a hammer a tool. you need a light to see you need food to eat the word the word becomes everything. So, when you have the word, you have everything. That is why the the, the, the word is God himself. That is why the psalmist said, the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. I shall not want. If you have the Lord, who is the word as your shepherd, he becomes everything to you. Hallelujah. The word is a seed. Tell somebody it's a seed. And what that seed does? Seed grows. Seed, it grows. Seed grows. So when you hear the word of God, oh, may the word of God grow. Yeah. May it grow in you. I have seen specific scriptures that have grown. If you study the word of God, the word that you know, you, you will be surprised that it will begin to grow before your very eye. Are you there? Yeah, look at Luke chapter uh, 8 verse 11. Luke eight eleven. What does the Bible say? And the parable is the, the seed is what? The word of God. Tell somebody the seed is the word of God. Is word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. It's the same parable, but I like it how Luke says it clearly. He said the seed we are talking about is the word of God. Hallelujah. And the seed, that's what It grows and multiplies. When you have a seed, it grows and it will bring you a tree and will bring you fruits and will cause you never to lack. Hallelujah. But if you don't have the word of God, it means you are not going to have a harvest. If you don't have the word of God, it means you have not sown any seed into your future. Like somebody who is going to school. If you go to school and they are teaching you, they are sowing seeds of knowledge. And that seed causes you to have a bright future. That's when you see somebody going to school, doing accountancy, doing economics, doing engineering, architecture. What is the person doing? The person is going to school, getting some knowledge. He's sowing seed into himself to become something. So, if you don't have the word of God in you, it means you are not sowing any seed for your future. Are you here? Yeah. And the seed grows and causes increase and multiplication. A single scripture can begin to grow before your eyes.
0: Yeah.
1: A single scripture can begin to grow. I remember how, uh, what do you call it, John 1, 12. I had always known John 1.12. I'm showing you. You you know, if you don't know a scripture, if you have not meditated on a scripture, if you've not learned it, it means that seed, you have not sown it. It does not have any tendency of growing. You need to sow a seed. You need to know that scripture. And it will assume different meaning at different times the same scripture, you'll be surprised what it will do. You see that the word is growing. I had always known John 1:12. From 10, he was in the world, and the world was made by him, but the world knew him not. Verse number 11, but he came unto his own, and his own received him not. Then 12, But as many as received him, to them gave He power to become sons of God. Even to them, they have believed on His name. Hallelujah. Then at another point, the same scripture that I have known, I have recited. Then one day I was there, as I was reading. Then suddenly I saw the word, this scripture growing. I said, what? Is it possible that this is the foundation of doing Miracles. This is the foundation of doing, becoming a Christian, doing whatever Jesus Christ did. That when you got born again, you you see, when you received Jesus Christ and you became a son of God, right there, I began to understand that the the actual son of God is Jesus. But I have read it, I have known this, but it has not been revealed. The word had not grown. So I was watching this Then suddenly I noticed that Jesus is the son of God. So when we actually got born again, we were given power to become like Jesus. Not just to be when you become born again. It's not, but you've been given a power actually to become a son of God. And not only you, but all the others. That's why as many as received him to them gave the power to become the sons of God, then suddenly it, it's like, so if you are truly born again, you can operate in this life like Jesus. Because a power has been given to, to become a son of God. You were not. But when you got born again, I said, what? I thought that this scripture ages for being born again. But it became the foundation to even know that just as a Christian, Just as a Christian, I can operate in this life like Jesus. Because I was given a power. I was given something. Hallelujah. Are you there? I was given something. I said, yes, I know I receive. He said, yeah, the Holy Spirit that you receive, that's the power of God. The same scripture that I have known, I saw the scripture growing. Dimensions were coming. I said, what? He said, the same power is also the grace of God. The same power we are talking about is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is what you receive. Do you understand? When you receive Jesus, you are given power. The power of God. The Holy Spirit came. And and how did Jesus become that powerful? When the Holy Spirit came upon him. When he was baptized. Hallelujah. And you also got the same Holy Spirit when you got born again. I said, ah, when did I not see this long ago? When I got born again. Right there, the word was growing. Because the word is what? A seed. That's why you can see somebody explaining a scripture that you know. They say, what? Is it possible? The seed is growing. You see, the the, the same word has assumed a greater dimension. The seed is becoming a tree. The seed is becoming... Do, do you understand? You can see that... From even the power, so many things are coming. The Son of God, so many things are coming. You are beginning to see that you did not even have to see Jesus. Even if you believe on his name. His name is... You begin to see that, hey, that thing is growing. Hallelujah. And it multiplies. Then it multiplies. Then it increases. But if you don't have the word of God, it means you don't have the ability to even have... I mean, a deeper understanding caused the word even to bear fruits. Hallelujah. Another time. John chapter 1, verse number 14. It said, and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld his glory as the only begotten of the Father. Full of grace and truth. I have always recited this scripture. I have always recited this, and the word was made flesh, and the word was made flesh, and the word was, and he dwelt amongst us. Do do, do you understand? And the word was made. Then suddenly occurred to me that the word can manifest, can be made flesh, can actually manifest and become. So he asked him, what word, what word do you know that can manifest? I said, hey. Are you here? Yes. The, I could see that I have sown a seed. I, I was just saying it. And the word became flesh. Hmm? And dwell among us. And we beheld his glory as the only begotten of the Father. Full of grace and truth. That, that was the seed. But I, before I could notice, the, the seed was growing. That what word do you know? Let me manifest it. That's why I know that I will be the head and not the tail. So watch. If you know anywhere that way can manifest, you can actually become the head and not the tail. Not that it's just a seed, but the word was made flesh. will become. Do you understand? Yeah. The word was made flesh. It manifests. Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah. What word do you know? By his name. We are healed by his blood. It will manifest. If you only, you know, but if you don't know it, the word can be made flesh. The word that you know can be. So, me, I thought this, thing, I thought that it was just some, oh, the word was made flesh. Hmm? And dwell amongst us, and we beheld his glory. Uh, Yeah, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father. May the word dwell with you. Amen. If you have the word of God dwelling in you, oh, the glory of that word will manifest. People will see. Hallelujah. Amen. There's a certain glory that the word has. It can easily come upon you. you fill yourself with the word. Are you here? Fill yourself with the word. Eat the word. Meditate on the word. You become glorious, you wouldn't even know. You become, even physically, you begin to look beautiful. They are You see, you be filled with the word when you speak. You speak gracious words. Because the word hmm, is dwelling with you. People will see the glory. You, you, the word has come to be with you. You see that you are becoming beautiful. Wow. But this also can be just... A a, a sentence can be a verse that we will recite. And it it may not grow if you don't see it as a seed. That is why everyone must empty the pages of the Bible into your heart. Empty the pages of the Bible into your house, specific scriptures. And you will begin to glow. See that the glory is coming through the word. This word. do, Do you understand? Healing is manifesting. This one is manifesting. The word is becoming flesh. The word that you have. Do do you understand? Yeah. That you'll be the head and not the tail. Anywhere you go, you see that you are becoming the head and not the tail. Are you here? Yeah. You you can't can't even understand. The word will manifest. Like the scripture says. The light. we was talking about the word he said he created everything All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made in him was life and the life was the light of man the light shines in the darkness and the dark it 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 will manifest do do you understand it will grow before you notice there are evil darkness everywhere but it will never overcome you you see that you are the only person in the community, in the family, that whatever is happening, because the darkness comprehends it not. Do, do, do you understand? The, I don't know whether you are coming, oh, are coming along. See that it is manifesting that darkness, there are cases in the family. This person is poor, this person cannot be married, this person can't have a child, but you say like you are the one, all these things don't affect. Because God, the, the light, the light shines. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness, so whatever darkness that is, the curses it cannot comprehend. It cannot. But if you don't have that way, you will also be added to the rest of the family. That darkness, that darkness in your family, that darkness in the society, that darkness in the nation, that poverty in that clan will begin to fasten itself on you when the word is, you see that you are exempted, minus you in the name of Jesus. Amen. So what word do you know? Let that word grow. Let that word grow and let it multiply. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I don't know. But I, I see the word of God manifest in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And the Bible says, you shall not be afraid of sudden fear. It will manifest when something happens. It will calm your heart. You will not be afraid when you go through the waters. You will not be drowned. When you go, when you go through the fire, it will not kindle against you. You notice that there are issues, but people will ask you, "It doesn't bother you." See that you are going through, but it doesn't affect you. The word is manifest. <laughs> Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. The word of God is like a seed. Number two. The word of God is like a fire. Hallelujah. Oh, may the fire of his word begin to devour. I said, may the fire of his word begin to burn. In the name of Jesus. That is why when you are doing a deliverance, you are praying for somebody. See that the demon begins when you say, In the name of the fire of the, you can see that people, they will be screaming and shouting. Because you may not see, but the word is like a fire. Hallelujah. May his word be like a fire in your bones. May the word of God devour anything in your life. What is cancer? What is sickness? What is arthritis? Whatever you have, may the fire of his word devour it. In the name of Jesus. People believe in chemotherapy more than the word of God. They go and do it. That is why you come to church. People with mass, with growth, with lambs, it it melts away. What happens is the fire of the word. It melts away. Hallelujah. It is more than chemotherapy. You don't need any radiation. The word of God is fire. Hallelujah. Amen. May the fire of his way devour whatever stands before you. Amen. May the Lord answer with fire. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. May the fire burn. Amen. I say may the fire burn. Amen. May it burn unquenchable. Yeah. You may be naturally dull and lazy and calm. But when the word of God comes, a fire comes into your bones. That is what makes an ordinary lazy person very zealous. What has come over the person? The fire of his word.
0: God,
1: Jeremiah said the word, his word was like fire in my bones. Even if I say I want to shut up. If I say I don't want to talk, I am not able to hold it in. It is like fire. Let the fire of his word. He said I cannot but to speak. I cannot but to speak. May the fire of his word I said, may the fire of his way. And John said, I am baptizing you with water for repentance. But the one who is coming after you is going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. May the fire burn. Mahataya and the Fire causes you to be pragmatic. The fire causes you causes to be zealous. The fire causes you, 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 don't, you don't lose hope. Fire devours." Little problem don't stop you. Many people, you have not done well because little, little issues. You have a plan. Something happens, you are not able to continue because you don't have the fire of his word. Fire devours anything on its path. Fire burns even metal. Iron, cast iron. Fire can burn stones. Maybe all the fire you know is this red fire. <laughs> we have a type of fire. There's a kind of fire, the Holy Ghost fire, that nothing can stand. It melts away everything. It will melt your problems away. What is this? That's why he told uh, uh, Zerubbabel, even mountain, you will become a plain. Without a forklift, without excavator, I said a mountain. Are you here or you've gone home? In Jeremiah chapter. Uh, five. I'm trying. Verse number fourteen. Are you in Jeremy chapter five? Yeah. I think take it from the NLT. Some of this English, some people who are yet to do matric will find problems with. Wherefore, thus says the Lord God of hosts, because you speak this word, behold, I will make my word in thy mouth fire. And these people, so the people were talking, they said, look, uh, you are becoming like a a wood. That's why, that's why if you are a Christian, you need to be very careful what you say. Because your word can devour. Can we read it together, one go. Therefore, this is what the Lord of Christ says because the people are talking like this my messages will flame out of my mouth and burn the people like amen let's read the King James it said my word my word is like a fire Amen. amen and the word is God himself wherefore thus says the Lord God of hosts because ye speak this word behold I will make my words in thy mouth fire. Hallelujah. Are you here? The word of God in your mouth is becoming like fire. It's like a sword. And it's like a fire. It begins to burn. Hallelujah. That's why you need to have an anointed person to speak against your problems. Sometimes, literally, I feel that when you are praying for something, Sometimes ancient, ancient problems that must not go away. But as an anointed person speaks, the fire of the word begins to burn it. Hallelujah. His word in his mouth will be like what? Fire. May the word of God in your mouth be like fire. May it burn hearts. May it change life. In, In Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 29. I think it should be the last verse, Hebrews 12. Uh, uh, no, no I, I, I'm saying the last verse of Hebrews chapter 12. Right. <laughs> what did the Bible say? Yeah. For our God is a consume. May, may God consume all your enemies Amen. in the name of Jesus. That is why you need to be careful. And our God is, is the Word, the Word is God. The word was with God and the word is God. And the Bible says God is a fire. So the word that you have in you is fire. So when you release it, it burns. It devours. It conquers. May you devour all that is impediment in your way. Anything that is blocking your success, may the fire devour it. In the name of Jesus. Are you here or you've gone home? Number three, the word is like hammer. Tell somebody the word is like hammer. hammer. Hammer all the problems away. Are you here? I say hammer all the problems away. You have no known that the word of God is hammer. That is why you are sitting down. Speak against that problem. You are chipping them away. You are chipping them away. You need to tell her poverty. Oh, you are no more. I'm going to be very... You need to speak against. You are chipping. Use the word of God against everything you have. Are you here? Don't be there and be uh, uh, throwing pity parties and crying. Useless crying. That doesn't bring any... Let me show you. The, The word of God is even more powerful than... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Dreams and visions. When you read the Bible, look at Jeremiah chapter 23. Are you here or you've gone home? Okay. Read from verse number nine. I don't know whether I have the time to read. Let's read it from the NLT. Quickly. So that your faith and your trust in the word of God will increase. Look, look look at what the bible says in Jeremy. All right. are you in jeremiah chapter twenty three? Let's read from verse number nine. Okay. It says, "Can we read the NLT?" Say judgment on false prophets. He said, "My heart is broken because of the false prophets, and my bones tremble. I stagger like a drunkard, like someone overcome by wine, because of the what? Holy words of the Lord. Because of the holy words, the Lord has spoken against." Them. See some people when they hear the word of God, it doesn't affect them. But the prophet, when he saw that God was speaking against the false prophet, he said he was trembling because you know what the word of God is. Verse number ten. It says, "For the land is full of adultery, and it, and it lies, and and it lies under a curse. The land itself is in mourning." Eight wilderness, eight wilderness patches are dried up for they all do evil and abuse what power they have. Even the priests and prophets are ungodly, wicked men. I have seen their uh, despicable acts right here in my temple, says the Lord. Therefore, the paths they take will, not, will become slippery. They will be chased through the dark, and, the, and there they will fall. For I will bring disaster upon them at the time faced for their punishment. I, the Lord, have spoken, teaching. I saw that the prophets of Samaria were terrible, terribly evil. For they prophesied in the name of Baal and led my people of Israel into sin. But now I see that the prophets of Jerusalem are even worse. They commit adultery and love dishonesty. They encourage those who are doing what? Evil. So that no one turns away from their sins. These prophets are as wicked as the people of Sodom and Gomorrah once were. Therefore, this is what the Lord of Heaven's army says concerning the prophets. I will feed them with, the bitterness, uh, with, yeah, with bitterness, and I will give them poison to drink. For it is because of Jerusalem's prophets that wickedness has filled this land. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says to his people. Do not listen to these prophets. When they prophesy to you, filling you with future hopes, they are making they are making up everything they say. They do not speak for the Lord. Are you there? 17. If the Bible is yours, underline it. They keep saying to those who despise the, my word, don't worry. This is the problem. Those who despise what? The word of God. He said they keep saying to people who are not doing the word of God. The word. They keep saying to those who despise my word. Don't worry. The Lord says you will have peace. And to those who stop only follow their own desires. They say no harm will come your way. Mercy. Say Mercy. Verse number 18, have any of these prophets been in the Lord's presence? To hear what he is really saying, has any one of them cared enough to listen? Look, the Lord's anger burst out like a storm, a whirlwind that swells down in the heads of the wicked. The anger of the Lord will not diminish until it has finished all he has planned in the days to come. You will understand <laughs> all this very clearly. I have not sent these prophets. Yet they run around claiming to speak for me. I have given them no message. Yet they go on prophesying. Verse number 22. If the word the Bible is yours, underline it. It says if they have stood before me and listening to me, they would have spoken my words. Hallelujah. Amen. So a prophet who stands before God comes with the word of God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Preaching the word of God from the Bible, turn to open to said, if you stand before the Lord, if they have stood before me, tell somebody, if they have stood before me, if they have stood before me and listening to if me, they listen. me, they would have spoken my words. Hallelujah. Can you see that even the greatest of the prophets are supposed to come with the word of God? You look into the Bible. Who are the prophets you know in the Bible? Who was the greatest prophet? Moses. Yeah. What did Moses do? We have the five books of Moses. He taught the word of God. He taught that if you're a prophet, you are the one to teach the word of God for people to know and understand what God is saying. That other pastors, evangelists, apostles, the prophet speaks for God. So, a prophet who cannot teach the word of God, who are you teaching? Who are you speaking for? Because God is his word. Hallelujah. Don't leave the word and bring a dream. You have left the word and you are bringing a dream. Meanwhile, the Bible says we have sure word of prophecy. Hallelujah. The word is a sure prophecy. Tell somebody the word is a sure prophecy. When you read the word, you will see the, your, your prophetic future. You will see what is about to happen. That is why I say, if they had stood before me and listened to me, they would have spoken my words. Hallelujah. Amen. And they would have turned my people from their evil ways and deeds. Verse number 23. Am I a God who is only at, uh, who is only close at hand? Says the Lord. No, I am far away. At the same time, hmm. twenty-four. Can anyone hide f- from me in a secret place? Am I not everywhere in all the heavens and earth? Says the Lord. Twenty-four. I have heard this prophet say. Listen to the dream I, I had from God last night. The way of people who only come with dreams without the word of God. And, and then they proceed to tell lies in my name. How long will they go on if they are prophets? They are prophets to deceive. Inventing everything they say by telling these false dreams. They are trying to get my people to forget me. Do you understand? People forget the Lord because we get to know God through his word. Hallelujah. And Hello. I. So any church and any pastor who doesn't teach the word of God, you are causing people. That's why people up to now, in some church, they, even they, 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 they can't pray for themselves. Because, oh, I had a dream. We, we can't go for the dream, but start with the word of God. I said what? Start with the word. Because the word is God. Nothing was made that was made without the word. The word is God. So if the people don't have the word, they don't have God. Hallelujah.
0: Amen.
1: Yeah because most of us here, you prefer visions and dreams more than the word of God. but you have changed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Tell somebody, I have, "I have changed. Ask the person, "What have you? What do you want now?" What the person say? The word, the word of course. Hallelujah. If they put a vision on the left and the word on the right, which one will you use? When they put a dream on the left and the word on, which one will you choose? They put healing on the left and the word, which one will? The word will bring everything. Even when you have a dream and you don't have the word of God, you can easily be confused. Because every dream you have should align with the word. Everything is in the Bible. So, if you don't have the word of God, you wouldn't even know the dream that comes from the devil. Recently, I woke up with a dream. I said, Ah, where is this one also coming from? I, I did not even write it. I believe, look, if you don't know the word of God, you will, you will let the enemy put you to prayer, you will fast. <laughs> You will fast. You will do things that is not. Because you don't know what the word says. You don't know what the word says. Are you here or you've gone home? Okay. Where are we? 25, is it? How long would they go on? If they are prophets, they are prophet to deceive, inventing everything they say. Tell, by telling these false dreams, they are trying to get my people to forget me. So we forget the Lord if we don't read the word. If we don't read the word. So that's why every day we are reading the scripture. This is where it's coming from. Just as their uh, ancestors did by worshipping the idols of Baal. 28. Let these prophets, let these prophets tell their dreams. But with my true messengers faithfully proclaiming what my every word. Do you understand? He said, let the false prophet mm, tell their dreams, but let my true messengers faithfully proclaiming my every word. Underline it. I'm talking about the word of God. Hallelujah. And I'm talking about the word of God being hammer. Verse number 29. Does not my word burn like a fire? says the Lord. It is like a mighty hammer that smashes a rock to pieces. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is the word of God, not like a mighty hammer. That word smashes. Somebody do like this, smashes. Smash. You are smashing every sickness, every problem. You smash it away. Only you don't have the word of God. But the Bible says, it's not my word like a mighty hammer. Not just a hammer. We have the small uh, hammers that, uh, uh, what do you call it? The shoe cobblers used in tackling shoes and yeah, it can do. But we also have 20 pound hammer that you even need strength. You take it and you boom. That is the word of God. I said that is the word of God. I see you taking the word of God. Amen. And you, with, with, with your two hands, you, you are swinging it. And it's coming direct against that problem. Amen. I said, Today, you are releasing the word of God against Amen. anything that is in your path. Amen. Any circumstance, Amen. any unfortunate situation, we hammer it away. Amen. We smash it. Amen. I said, We smash it. Amen. Even if it's a rock. We smash it into pieces. And remember that when the word of God comes against anything, it does not leave it. It smashes it into pieces. Are you here? Yeah. May the hammer of his word hammer away your problems. It's smashing, it's smashing, it's smashing anything that you don't like about yourself. Use the word of God. Smash it away. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Headache is smashed away. Amen. Confusion. Smash it away. Disgrace. Your past. Your past is not like allowing you to serve God. Smash it away. Amen. You just need to take the hammer and say, Hey, you have followed me. I, I used to. I am not now. Why are you trying to follow Take the hammer. Smash it away. Hallelujah. You had a very negative reputation in the, in the community because they know four of your boyfriends or they know six of your girlfriends. Now you have become a Christian. You want to preach the word, but always you know, take the word of God, smash that, that negative image. They used to call you a slave queen. They know when they saw the slave. was the slave? I mean, it was your guy, nickname over there. Hey, now you've become a Christian, tongue-talking, Holy Ghost baptized. But it looks like these wrong things you have done in the past is not allowing you to serve God well. Take the, the the mighty hammer of the word. Hallelujah. Do you know how you take the mighty hammer? You need to stand where the people know you. And you say, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And some will look at you, they will say, mm-hmm. Then you say, don't be worried. I know you know me. But the person you know is not the person here. I used to be called a slave queen because I was into men and into boys. And I am no longer into that. You are smashing it away. I say you are smashing it away. If you don't talk about what they all know and you are quiet about it, they will think that you are still doing it. You don't talk about You see, you don't give testimony about things that are present. You only testify of things that are not part of you. That's why people who are not able to testify often go back to what they don't testify. Hello? So when somebody comes and says that I used to smoke, it means now he is not smoking. That's why you need to hammer that disgraceful pastor away and say that, yes, I am the slave queen that you used to call me, but now I'm no longer the person. L- just look a little closer. L- just look a little. Look at what Jesus has done. I know my case is worse than Mary Madeline. I don't know whether my demons were more than 10 or 15, but the same Jesus has washed me. Can't you see that my indecent dressing is go away? Can't you see that I don't have any boys following me? I, all those things are in the past. God has taken the, the, the glass of wine and he's put this microphone for me to testify. Hallelujah. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you that you don't need to try. You don't need to try the shameful life that I was once uh, uh, doing. You don't need to imagine it. I have done all those things for you. I'm here to tell you that it will destroy your life. Jesus came in the right time to save. Oh, you have uh, have smashed it into peace. It is gone. It is gone. That's why Paul writes and said that, I am not even worthy to be called an apostle because I was a blasphemer, injurious, I persecuted persecutor. He, he smashed all the things that people would say. How can we hear from a murderer? How can we hear from a blasphemer? He said, I did all this in, in unbelief. He said it. He smashes it. He said, look, I used to be a murderer. He smashed it. Up. Do, do you understand? That's how you smash it. Talk about it. Talk about it. because everybody, even if you don't talk about it, that is what is des- de- de- destroying your preaching. Because instead of hearing, the people hear what you have to say, their mind is on your last boyfriend. Hey, crazy Waputo wa- was the, the, the last boyfriend. And one of your boyfriends was called Osoko. They know all the names. The names of your, I mean, what, what names? then you are now there preaching and teaching. And maybe one of your uh, former, you have a lot of S's. S's. One of them are personally, you can If you've not smashed it away, you can be confused. But if you have smashed it, say, yeah, look at this guy. All these people. They, they, all these people. Look at them. I, I thought that I was in love with him. I thought I was in love. I was following that, I, somebody who had not paid Lobola for me. I was following but I thought I was in love. I did not know what I'm doing. But look, look, look at me here. It takes the venom from it. you are saying it yourself. Instead of being quiet for the enemy to let, let your past, what will you you see that you, you cannot even move. Are you smashing them away? You said that. You don't know. I, I used to smoke. I used to drink. And some of you, you have special nicknames that you have not uh, told us. From school, you were called Destroyer. You used to be called Destroyer. You used to be called all of them. All of them. One, one lady was asked, hey, so w- w- which of these people were your boyfriends? So all of them. <laughs> hey! <laughs> all, of them. all of them. But the word of God is a hammer. Yeah. Anything that stands in your, hey, between you and your destiny, this afternoon, we hammer it away. Yeah. I said we hammer it away. Yeah. You are free in the name of Jesus. Yeah. What is it? What is it that you know has the tendency to slow you down? I need you to mention it and hammer it away. Hallelujah. Prophetically, make your face like this, as though you are holding a hammer. And mention that. Hammer it away. In the name of Jesus. It's not your word like a mighty hammer that smashes even rock into pieces. We smash every problem, every condition, every sickness. Every disease, poverty, unemployment, loneliness, singleness. Hey, you are 30 years. Nobody has even asked you, How are you? You look like somebody I know. 30 years. Nobody, you are like, you are just like a boy moving around. Nobody, we hammer it away in the name of Jesus. This is a long time. Somebody should ask you, look familiar. Yeah. You are turning 31. Nobody has even made the mistake to say, Hello, CC. <laughs> Can I be your friend? You, you don't have any such thing. And you are there. <laughs> I said, We hammer it away. I said, We hammer it away. 29 year old boy you still sleep in your mother's room. You are the last to sleep and the first to wake up. Because everybody must go to sleep then you remove the center table. Then you, you launch yourself there. Then when you hear a knock, then quickly you take the mats. You, you have a way, then the mat like remote. It comes you take it then. This year is the end. You are moving into your own room. Amen. You are finding a work Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Your father, your mother had given birth to you and your second sister in the third at your age. You don't even have anyone proposing to you at this level. It's a problem. But we hammer it away. Amen. I don't know whether... People here don't have problems. Let me go to this. Whatever problem, you have seen a lady you like, but when you think about paying Lobola, they say, mm, not this year. When we asked you, when will you want to get one? He said, four years from now. Meanwhile, you are a 32-year-old guy. You are 32. You are waiting 36 you go and dis- disturb somebody's uh, daughter. 32, you're already old. Though. You're already old. You're already looking. Before you notice, you get married with a lot of attitude. You cannot change. When even your husband says, come, he says. you say, Because you're married too late. You married. Yeah. You have become an old dog. You cannot be taught new tricks. You have developed complex. That's why I was lonely. You've been so lonely for a long time that even marriage is not good for you now. No, sometimes you you have been alone for too long. Now when God blesses you with a marriage, it becomes a problem. You still live like a single woman. You used to bath once. Still you, you want to bath once. You see, it's a problem now. I don't know who I'm preaching to. I say, I don't know who I'm preaching to. You have lived alone as a single person, everything. So you don't even know how to tell your wife that, oh, I'm going here. And your wife cannot say, where are you? You are not used to that question. You are not used to that question. It's like you are a man. Nobody should ask you, where are you? Don't be a foolish man where are you? have gone to marry somebody's daughter. Should she not find out where you are? Are you God that we come not find out where you are? Are you, are you God? Can't uh, your wife ask you, where are you? Every wife has a right to ask, where are you? If you're a, a, a husband, you think that nobody can ask you, where are you? Then you're a bush, you're a bush one. <laughs> what is the wrong with your wife asking, where are you? He's looking for you. He's married. You want to, where are you? If he, she can join you, where are you? So that I can, you say, why are you asking where? You see, you are not used you, you took long in getting married. <laughs> you took long. You were an independent atom. You went where you like. You don't even tell anyone where you are going. You came when, now you have married. You want to come home after midnight. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. And some of you, should also learn to wear pajamas. You sleep with jeans. You sleep. With the, you don't even know. How, I don't. I'm solving all the problems today. I'm hammering. I'm hammering. I'm smashing it. I say I'm smashing it. A beautiful girl. You don't know how to say please. You need to learn how to say yes, please. Tell somebody yes, please. Are you happy in church? Say it well. Say yes, please. Yes, please. Yeah. You need to learn. When somebody gives you something, you say thank you. Exactly. You need to learn how to say, yes, please, thank you. And sorry. Some of you, the last time you said sorry, you were small.
0: You were small.
1: When you, you you receive something with your left, they say no, you don't. You say sorry. That it was kindergarten. You are 32. You have no said sorry. It's, you can't even say sorry. Who, which man or which woman want to marry somebody who cannot say sorry? When we are all not perfect. When we are all not perfect. That's why I'm saying I'm hammering it away. I've taken my mighty hammer. I'm smashing that behavior. I'm smashing that language. Your words are sharp. a cuts. Hey! That's not the word of God. Though. Your own
0: words.
1: Your own words. Causes people to sit on the edge. When you are speaking sharp, the word you will be flying. What did you say again? What did you say again? Can't you say, will you please, please, I did not hear what you said. Please pardon me. Please again. Can't you say please again? Everybody say please again. Please again. Yeah. Pardon me, please. Ah. When was the last time you said thank you? Hey. hey. Sure. I hammer. Is it, if I don't hammer this away to become my problem, you see that you are becoming... 42, and I have not officiated your wedding. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm hammering all this away. I want to officiate your wedding. The guy wants to marry you, but when he spoke to you, he said, the words are too sharp. The way, the way one, one guy I advise him. I advise him. I mean, many people have advised him. They said no. So I asked him, that, why are you not taking the advice of your pastor to marry this lady? He gave me a knockout. <laughs> he turned he said, he called me, he said, Napo, I, I cannot, hmm, I wish I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I cannot fight for my position in my own home. That is, I don't, I don't want to fight for my position in my own home. I I couldn't continue the advice. Some people are quiet. Some sisters are quiet.
0: Hmm.
1: Am I hammering?
0: hammering. Hmm.
1: Hallelujah. Are you here or you've gone home? Okay, the word of God is like a hammer. The hammer breaks in pieces. It smashes. The next one. The next one. The word of God is... Like a mirror. Okay. A mirror. If you are from other you say mirror. Mirror. Oh yeah. It's depending on where you went to school. It's a mirror or oh, mirror. It, how do you say? It? It, is it is it mirror or mirror? <laughs>
0: Depending on your
1: teacher.
0: (laughs) I think it's mirror.
1: Mirror. Mirror. The word of God is like a mirror. A mirror. A mirror. Choose the one. James chapter 1, verse number 22. Mirror. Hey. James chapter 1, verse number 22. The Bible says. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers, only deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man, beholding his natural face in a glass, or in a mirror. 24. For he beholded himself and go, uh, goeth his way, and straightway mm, forgetted what manner of man he was. 25. Maybe we can. But whosoever looked into the perfect book of liberty and continued therein, he not being a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed in his deed. Hallelujah. So, the word of God, is it it reveals. Hallelujah. Yeah. It reveals. That's why people, all the ladies, their handbag, there's a broken glass, a broken mirror in it. They always use it to look. Especially when they finish drinking, they need to see whether they need a touch-up. Yeah. So what does mirror do? Mirror reveals and reflects. If you don't read the Bible, you wouldn't know who you are. When you read the Bible, you will see that the Bible will reflect your character, your behavior, even your thinking. You see, you see a certain person in everything. You see that, wow, the Bible is talking about me. This thing is like, how many have been there? You were reading you notice that, hey, I am the person they are describing. And it can reveal your intention. Do you understand? As you read, it, you notice that there's the same thing you were thinking. But if you don't read, if you don't look into the perfect law of liberty, this is the law of liberty. It frees you. The, the mirror is the perfect law of liberty. When you look into it and it reflects or reveals, it will reflect your image. You see how. Do, do, do you understand? Yeah, things that you cannot see, you begin to see. But from mirror, we wouldn't see ourselves. It's difficult for somebody to tell you, you are a sinner. You are, but when you begin to read the word of God, the word of God will begin to reveal. You will see that, oh, what I'm doing is not good. I did not know that I cannot do this. I did not know that this is also wrong. It will begin to reveal things to you. It will begin to reflect. Do you understand? Your actions and eight coins. You will have, and nobody will even have to talk to you. You will begin to be corrected by the word itself. The word will begin to check you. And you will have total authority. Hallelujah.
0: Amen. Over
1: sin and over all the negative things, and your life will become pointed. Amen. Amen. The last one for today is that the word of God is also like a food. Hallelujah. Those who are hungry, there's food. Christmas time, the word of God is like a food. Hallelujah. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse number 2, what does the Bible say? 1 Peter chapter 2, verse number 2. Maybe start from verse number one. He was talking about the people who are in Christ, what they should do when you get born again. He said, Wherefore, laying aside every malice, when you get born again, you need to put aside, okay, any desire to have people hate or to harm people. That is malice. Put it aside. And all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings. He said, when you get born again, put aside. And what do you need to do? Verse number two. As newborn baby. He's talking as, do do you understand? Yeah, so when you get born again, a certain language, a certain, uh, it's not expected of you. put them aside. And as newborn baby, desire the sincere milk hmm, of the word that ye may grow thereby. Hallelujah. So the word of God is a food. And to the babes, it's a milk. You know, we have food for different people. So when you're a baby, all you need is a milk. Is that not it? Yeah. So when you are giving birth to, as a newborn Christian, you need the milk of his word. That's why we allow people to go to the Strong Christian Academy. School of Solid Foundation After that, then you are learning, do you understand, the foundations of Christianity. You are being taught, you are being given milk. You'll be taught how to do your quiet time, how you got born again. Do you understand what has happened to you now that you are saved? Explanation, the milk of the word. And the food we eat is the reason for growth. So if you don't eat, you are not going to grow. Any Christian who does not eat the word of God is not going to grow and has not grown. That's why we can have people who have been in the church for so long, but they are not matured. Because they have no eating. They are still on milk. How will you feel if after here you go back home at your age to go and breastfeed from your mother? Hey. Even the amount of milk you will need to be full. I don't know whether your mother has it. Do you understand? And people who are expected to grow, they are still eating the milk of the word. So the first thing is that the word of God is food. It's like milk to the babes. And it's the agent of growth. Hallelujah. In the the natural, how you grow is time. Do you understand? You grow according to time. But in the spirit, the agent of growth is your obedience to the word of God. The word you know is what causes you to mature, not time. So somebody can come to Christ for just a year and may be far matureder, older in Christ than somebody who is in Christ for even six years who does not read, obey, and do the word of God. If you read, obey, and do the word of God, your maturity is guaranteed. You are going to grow steadily than somebody who has been around for a long time and does not read. Does not obey the word. Does not pray. And doesn't intend to do any of these things. So the word of God is like a food for the babes. Milk. And it's also bread for the hungry. They're growing. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 4, verse number 4. Maybe start from verse number 3. Matthew chapter 4, verse number 3. What does the Bible say? And when the tempter, that Satan, came to him, he said, If thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made what? Right. And if you know the story, Jesus had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. When you fast, will you be hungry? Yeah. So you see that the devil does not come with temptation that is, will worry you. Do, do you understand? You have not eaten for 40 days and 40 nights. All you need is food. That's why he said, if you really are the son of God, then change this stone into bread. Are you here? Yeah, so if you, if you think that the devil is going to tempt you with something that is will not affect you you, you, you are joking. Anything that the devil is going to use as a temptation has a bearing on your current situation. Hallelujah. Jesus had fasted and he needed food, so he was tempted with food. That was where the temptation began. Hallelujah. Verse number four. Look at what Jesus said. But he answered and said, it is written. Tell somebody it is written. <laughs> A man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Amen. Yeah. So we eat the word of God. It's bread to the hungry. It's bread to the, the one who is growing. When you leave the milk stage, the nest is bread. Hallelujah. Then it is also mixed for men that matured. When you are mature, the word of God becomes mixed In Hebrews chapter 5, verse number uh, 15, 12 and 13, sorry. Hebrews chapter 5, verse number 12 and 13. The Bible says, go to the 12 first. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12. For when for the time you ought to be what? teachers. Ye have need that one teach you again, which be the principles, the first principles of the oracles of what? Of God. And have become such as have need of milk and not what? Strong meat. You see that he's talking about when you are becoming a teacher, a preacher of the word of God. You need the oracles of God. and You need to go back to learn the basics which is called the milk of the word. Do you understand? Yeah. And he said, don't stay with uh, uh, only the strong meat. Verse number 18. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. Hallelujah. Yeah. So the word of God is milk to the babe, is bread for the growing or the hungry. And it's also strong meat, hallelujah. But go to the next one, verse number fourteen. Bible says, but what? Strong meat. The word of God can also become what? Do you give your uh, uh, one-week baby chisenyama? Oh. What do you give your? Yeah. What about if the person is eight years? Will you give the person bread? Yeah. Or even. If the person is even six months, we can put the bread in water. Do you understand? Uh But if it's even three months, will you give the person magunya and uh, magunya and uh, what do you call it? And liver inside because you like magunya. You want to give uh, uh, six months old. Some people do. (laughs) They give them rice three months, and they give them meat also at three months. But the Bible says that strong meat belongs to them that are of age. Hallelujah. You see, there's the strong meat of the word of God, doctrinal issues. Why should women, mm, when they are preaching, wear a covering? Do you understand? Why? There, there are things that if you are a baby, just got born again, you, we wouldn't even worry you with it. Do, do, do you understand? But you need to proceed to eat the bread after the milk. Then you have the strong meats. Strong meat are for those who are of full age. Even those who by reason of use have their senses what, exercised to discern both good and evil. Amen. So, when you are used to the word, then you can go to the strong meat. And the last but not the least, it also becomes a dessert. The word of God can be, you can enjoy. After the actual meal, you can have a dessert. How many want to have a dessert? You want to have, what do you call it? Honey. want to have honey on pot. On pancake, on pudding. Yeah, people are made honey. You can also have the word of God. Just enjoying the word of God. Just as a, as a, a, a dessert. Hallelujah. Psalm 19, verse number 10. Psalm 19, verse number 10. <coughs> Psalm 19. Can we read it together? One, go. More to be desired are they than gold. Yea, than even fine gold. Sweeter also than honey. And, amen. The word of God is sweeter than honey and even more than the honeycomb. So you can enjoy the word. Have you been there that you were reading the Bible? It was so nice. You were enjoying it. It, it felt like, ah, this thing, I wish it would not stop. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's turn. The last one is the word of God is also a soap. Some of us need to bath. Tell somebody you need to bath. Need to bath. I know you know that the word of God is water, but I'm adding the soap. We need to bath. Tell somebody you need to, bath. We need to bath. The word of God is a soap. And what does soap does? What? Okay, it cleans. It's a detergent. It cleanses. It sanctifies. It washes. Do you understand? The word of God, the soap of the word. That is why when you hear the word of God, you become pure. Yes. That's why you hear the word of God, you will you, you be washed. Hallelujah. Yeah. John chapter 15, verse number 3. Quickly. Oh, may, may you be clean. That's why, look, if you don't hear the word of God, I will tell you something. You know that there are people who get born again and they are never, never able to put their past behind them. They have not good enough. I know God is against me. I have done this. Can I tell you the secret? They don't read the word of God. They don't listen to that. So they don't even know what has happened to them. But listen to what Jesus said. He said, now ye are what? May you be clean." And why are they clean? Through the word which I have spoken to you. So the word washes you. Amen. Yeah. Through the word you notice that God has forgiven you. That your past, you are washed. But if you don't know, you wouldn't even know there's forgiveness. That when you confess your sins, God forgives you. To be born again, you confess Jesus. And after you were born again, you can confess your false, your fault and your uh, sleeping for God to forgive you. But if you don't know the word of God, you will never, you will think that you are the same old person. That's why I said, now ye are clean. Tell somebody, I am clean. I am clean. Through, the God, through the word of God, all my past behavior, all my past behavior and even current thoughts are, are washed through away the through the word of God. How many have come to church and asked the preaching was going on, you notice that your mind was changing about so many things. You notice that your mind was changing. Hey, this Christmas, I wanted to go and drink. Oh No, the way pastor is talking, let me know. You see that your mind is changing. Your mind is changing about so many things. You're, you become clean. You become pure. Amen. Yeah. Some of you, anytime you saw a, a, a darkness, Something ran through your mind. Something. Or you saw a colored light. It reminds you of clubbing. Did you understand? It took your mind. But as you've been in church, see that your mind is being cleansed gradually. You did not, I mean, you, yeah, and the smoke. You reacted, you reacted to when somebody said, I love you. to Be a big problem, but as you came to church, you notice that somebody can love you with the love of God, it doesn't, it's not in love with you like he wants to marry you. No, don't call the brother and say, that, oh, You said you love me, I've been waiting. Yeah. Don't do that, it has happened before, that's so what I'm telling you. Because the sister called the brother and said, that, But you said you love me, it's been two weeks, I've been waiting. I said, even the brother couldn't remember. Say me, say yes. When we were sharing the grace, I was standing by. He said, "You love me." Tell somebody. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it's, it's, uh, look, there is not even zero percent joke in the story. Hundred percent truth. You said you love me. I have been waiting to. said so, me? When? When? What? So. Then she mentioned the day that when we're sharing the grace, you help myself, you love me. Then So, oh, please, I'm sorry. The brother had to apologize. I'm sorry. I, I don't even, maybe, I don't know why I said that. So I came into the equation to solve the problem. Because the lady was saying that, look, you said you love me. Now I have waited. wait. Anyway. When you, you can be loved with the love of God, hallelujah, Amen. for God so loved the world, <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah, for God so loved the world. Beloved, let us love one another. You see that when you hear the word, you become pure, it cleanses you, so that when you hear love, you, you don't begin to see uh, wrong things. It, so it's a soap, it cleanses the last uh, verse is John chapter 17, verse number 17. Quickly. And we are out of here. John chapter 17, verse 17. Can we read it together? One go. Sanctify them through thy truth, thy word. So, sanctify is to purify, is to cleanse, is to pay. Hallelujah. And how does it take place? Through thy word. Hallelujah sanctify them through thy truth, thy word. So, when you hear the truth, you become cleansed. You become pure. Your mind changes. You see that you are renewed. You are not the old person. That's why you need to expose yourself to the word of God. The word of God is soap. It washes. It cleanses. Purifies. Hallelujah. It's a detergent. Amen. Lift your hands and begin to thank God. Begin to thank God. Begin to thank God. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you glory. All oh, for your word, for your word, for your word. In the name of Jesus. Close your eyes with me everywhere you are. Father, we thank you. We bless you for your word. May we not be the same. May your word cleanse us. May it purge us. May it wash us, Lord. Sanctify us, O God, with thy word. With thy truth, for your word is true. Oh, Yes. Father, we thank you. May the mighty hammer of your word smash every problem. May your word be a seed. May it be a mirror. My God, may it be a soap, Lord. A detergent to cleanse us. May it be food for milk for the babes and bread for the hungry and strong meat for the grown man and Father also even dessert. We thank you. We bless you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you all the glory. May your name be lifted. May we not be the same because we came. As we close, if you are here with your eyes closed, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. This is 24th. Tomorrow will be 25th. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus. I don't want to go to hell on this special day. Please help me. If this is what you are saying. Lift on your right hand, and we'll pray together. You want to give your life to Jesus. God bless you. Keep it lifted. Keep it lifted. Keep it lifted. You want to give your life to Jesus. You don't want to go to hell. Maybe you don't even understand, but all you are saying is, Pastor, I would like to be in heaven when this life is over. Father, I thank you for every hand that is lifted. If you have lifted your hand, just move and come to me. Let me pray with you my brother, come my brother, come from the back you lift up your hand, come come, come God bless you come, come God bless you God bless
0: you if you are coming, come from
1: the back from everywhere, come come, my sister, come my brother, you want to be born again you don't want to go to hell, please come quickly, come and let's pray together waiting for you. Are you coming? If you are coming, come. Lift your two hands to the Lord and say this prayer with me. Say with me, Lord Jesus, this afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. From today, I believe in you. You are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. Lord Jesus, I receive you into my heart as the Lord, the Savior and the Master over my soul. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I will follow you. I belong to you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. Father, we thank you for the life of your wonderful children. We pray with them and we pray for them. That the grace of God that brings salvation will be their portion. Let them know you, let them love you, let them walk with you until the very end. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Your life will never be the same again.
0: We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Mega Church, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.